Hi, this is Homicide again. It's been a while. I'm bastard number one, Ash. And I'm bastard number 28, Ari. What's the inspiration for that number? That's how many days I have to live. <laughs> That's one more than me. The energy here is wrong because we're not in the same room and I'm in the back of my car. And I'm in my room at home, so sorry for any background noise. Yeah, I'm sorry for what I'm sure is going to be a horrible recording environment, as in my fucking car. And we're doing this... What? We're doing this over Discord? Because fucking pandemic time. Yeah, um, we're in the coronavirus, and tomorrow I start my entire online class. So, classes, so I'm not happy. Oh, hey, same, and two of mine are already online, but now it's all of them. Mm. So, what's the theme today for our lovely viewers who have not stuck with us? Uh, our theme is wheels. Um, specifically, <laughs> specifically wheel-based extreme sports, like mountain biking and, I don't know, motocross, wagon pushing. Wagon push! That's extreme, right? Listen, I don't know. This theme was, the, so, who came up with this theme? I'm sure it was me. I think... I, I think, think so. I think I wanted the... Ultimate Frisbee. No, I wanted Ultimate Frisbee for a theme, but that was too niche. Yeah, I think you, were, you came up with the arc, and I was like, cool, wheels, and then the next two. Yeah. That does track. So, who would like to start? Fucking I, I can't give you. I cannot give you a knowing look, so there's a lot more communication in this episode. Oh, no. It's my worst nightmare of talking. <sighs> I say in an audio medium. Same. All right. I will. I guess I'll start. Nice. So, my. Mur- so, I'm talking today about the murder of. <laughs> I'm talking today about the murder of Marion Lee Mickey Thompson, who is uh, an auto racing builder and promoter, and his wife. Uh, his wife, who was killed with him at the time, was Trudy. Um, he does have a form- former wife-, wife named Judy, though, which is very confusing, because he decided, like, Judy, Trudy, yeah. <laughs> Those okay. guys. I'm just make listen. So, Thompson, uh, Mickey Thompson, was a hot rodder when he was young. Um, he re- pursued land speed records in his late 20s and early 30s. He achieved international fr- fame in 1960 when he became the first American to break the 400 miles per hour barrier in his Challenger 1. It was like, listen, it was really fucking fast. It was like 406.6 miles per hour at Bonneville Salt Flats. Oh yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah, so in 1988, him and his wife Trudy were mysteriously gunned down in their home in Bradbury, California. This crime was unsolved until 2007 when a former business partner was convicted of having 
orchestrated the murders, which implies assassination. I think so, it would have just been a hitman. Listen. Unless I'm, this guy's like super fucking like I mean he he broke the world record for going fast, so and yeah, he was, I guess um, if you killed Sonic, that would be an assassination. Okay, kill you. Um, no, that's for later in the episode. Sorry. No um. Yeah, basically. Oh, they had a reward for the murderers. It was like one million dollars, so that's pretty good for the eighties, especially. Yeah. But on March sixteenth, nineteen eighty-eight, Thompson and his wife. Do you say Thompson or Thompson? Is Tom- there a P or a no P? There's a P. And I would say Thompson. Okay, cool. Good to know. So, Thompson and his wife, Trudy, were killed by two hooded gunmen outside their home in Bradbury, California, in the foothills of the San Gabriel Mountains. On the morning of a murder, two, two, or a pair of unknown assailants waited outside their home for the couple to leave when Mikey opened the garage door for his wife to pull out her vehicle. And as he headed to his car, the gunman attacked. He was shot, wounded, then dragged out into the driveway. One of the attackers went after Trudy. She backed out. They killed her, and then they watched over Mikey and shot him after her. Uh, they, So they still had all of their jewelry and all their cash on them and in the house. So there was not, it wasn't likely that robbery was the motive. Basically, there was an intent. Yeah, so they didn't rob him is what really gave away that this was purposeful and probably that these people were hired. Why don't assassins rob more people? I feel well, like... Well, I mean, I feel like it might be just a bad look, but I don't know. I don't know. I feel like maybe it's a bad look, but it's also just, like, good way of hiding the motive. Yeah, but I guess they were just like, fuck it, we don't need it because we got paid a fuck ton. So, yeah. Um, investigation initially failed to uncover the identity of the mystery gunman or motive. Police were interested in the former business partner of Thompson, um, Michael Frank Goodwin, who initially refused to pay more than 768000 settlement he owed Thompson. Goodwin and his wife bought 275000 worth of gold coins two months before Thompson's were murdered and wired 400000 to the banks on the island of Grand Turk and Caicos. Goodwin and his wife then left the country for five months after the murder on their yacht and did not return for two years. So that's really sad. Okay, so he did it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was really... I said he did it in the beginning, but yeah, he fucking did it. He was was Uh, a suspicious bastard about it, too. Uh, Uh, I was going to leave for five months after my business partner that I have a bad relationship with fucking dies. And don't forget, I'm going to buy $275,000 worth of gold coins and wire $400,000 to random banks. And then I'm not going to come to the country for two years. You know, classy. Shit's crazy, man. Yeah. So the case was open until 2001. And so how much time is between 1988 and 2001? 13 years. Yeah. Yeah, 13 years. When Goodwin was charged in Orange County with the murders, before a trial was completed, it was ended on jurisdictional grounds by the California District of Appeal. And then in 2008, again, Goodwin was formally charged with the murders in L.A. County. And 
2006, he was, Goodwin was offered to stand trial. During the trial, long series of witnesses reported hearing Goodwin threaten to kill the Thompsons. <laughs> I'm gonna kill that son of a bitch. I'm gonna kill that motherfucker. I'm gonna take out Mickey. I'm too smart to get caught. I'll have him wasted. He'll never see a nickel. I'll kill him first. And Mickey doesn't know what he's fucking with. He's fucking dead. This is like oh. this like unsolved murder I heard of where this guy was like, I'm gonna burn your house down and kill your kids. And the, everyone's like, who could have burned the house down and killed the kids? Even though it was yeah. on recording saying, I'm gonna burn your house down and kill your kids. Yeah. So there was no direct connection between the murders and Goodwin. There, the circle evidence, circumstantial evidence was sufficient to convict him, and then a jury found him guilty on two counts of murder, and he was sentenced to two life-without-parole terms. Uh, he tried to get a trial in 2015, but there was, like, nothing. Wait, two life uh, sentences for one murder? For two murders, because Trudy, yeah, Trudy and Mickey were both killed. That's still a long uh, time for two first degrees. Yeah, I think, so, although... Yeah, so they said even though there's no direct evidence, their array of circumstantial evidence was found to be overwhelming, and they haven't found the gunman. And then CSI did a fucking uh, episode on them. Nice. So, that's my dude, uh, Thomas and Trudy, who I don't really know much about Thomas and, like, his life. I know that he just formed some off-road sanctioning bodies. Right. And he did racing, and he won track, and then he started building and promoting races, which, I don't know, he could be an awful person. Yeah, sucks sucks knows. that he died. Yeah. What I'm confused about is still, like, the two life sentences, because that's usually, like, for two murders, if there was other factors like hate crime or it was aggravated assault involved or robbery, that could add up, but for two just straight up first degrees two life sentences is insane especially for a white dude which i'm assuming this guy is i i'm not sure if he's white or not but i do know that uh it's also i imagine it was because mickey and trudy were beloved so and pop culture icons oh, so that's yeah, why they so were able bias. to yeah so that's why they were able to stick goodwin with a big charge because yeah. you know for a fact that like if if Trudy and Tom and if Trudy and Mickey weren't beloved, that uh, nobody would give like some dude who just straight up killed two people like Hitman style on circumstantial evidence wouldn't be given two life sentences. Oh, yeah. two, they two might not even get jailed. Two life sentences to a possibly white guy is not common for yeah. two murders unless like the only way it happens is if they killed the wrong person. Yeah, and. Yeah, so that's that's that. I I don't know much about them. I did not look into Mickey Thompson's career. So I'm gonna be honest, be... I also didn't do much research on my guy, so I mean I did research on the case, but that's about it. Yeah. So how about you you tell me about your murder? My dude, um the victim was Tim Watkins, a sixty year old bike mechanic and outdoorsman specifically mountain biker Ooh, um, extreme yes 
He lived in Colorado, Colorado Springs. He disappeared on a stretch of single track, which I'm assuming is what you ride bikes on. <laughs> I think so, too. But I don't know why they've to specify it as a singular track. I don't know. I feel like usually mountain bike tracks are just the one. But who knows? So it was a single track. It wasn't a off-road? What? Was <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he was known to spend his nights in the wild uh, ever since he was a boy. Wild? Uh, and lately, around the time of his murder, which was in like 2017, mid-September... He often parked at a local trailhead and slept in his car to escape the turmoil in his personal life, according to Outside Online. Nice. Um, So his, I believe, wife, Ginger, arrived home from work the night before he disappeared at 8.30. She saw his car in the driveway, um, but noticed his mountain bike wasn't there, and she was confused by his absence, but she was tired because she worked a bunch of long days as a medical imaging technician, so, like, x-rays and shit. And yeah, that... To quote got, got this it. line from Outside Online, knowing that Watkins had terrible night vision, she texted him asking his whereabouts. <laughs> That's so fucking funny! Knowing that he has terrible night... Imagine, like, getting a call. It's like, hey, man, I know you, you fucking can't see in the dark, as most of us can't, but you especially you fucking suck. So, yeah, she woke up the next morning. He hadn't come back and was like, oh, shit, maybe something's wrong. Texted him again, went to work. Uh, yeah, he was 60 and hadn't been in a great state of mind lately, struggling with memory loss because he hit his head too many times as a kid. Not surprised. And apparently his marriage was iffy due to financial problems and shit, so. Yeah, un- understandable. That sucks, but understandable. Yeah, a few days before he disappeared, Ginger asked him to leave the house. It was sort of an attempt at a reset and not a separation. Um, and months later, she said to Outside Online that she felt like she wasn't getting any help and needed a minute to herself. But she regrets that. I mean, yeah, if he ended up dead, I would, I would, I could just imagine the amount of guilt where it's like, well, we're trying to work through my marriage and I send my husband away and, oh, he's dead. Yeah. In the months before his disappearance, he had battled depression, considered suicide, but he was now employed and Ginger knew that he, it wasn't like him to skip work. So she knew something was up and he definitely wasn't just like, bailing yeah and that makes sense and it's also they also doubt that he would have like died from uh, mountain biking because he'd been mountain biking for a long time he basically created the scene in Palmer Lake and Monument Colorado which are sister towns half an hour north of Colorado Springs nice Uh, so she doubts that that was it and then after oh yep so he went missing first, yes. right? Yes. Okay. She reported him missing after calling his employer, 
and then post information about it on social media the next morning. A search party formed. A volunteer found a cycling shoe on the side of Mount Herman Road. Um, three feet from an upright beer can. And it was her husband's shoe size. So. Alright, so. And I was going to make a foot fetish joke. Fuck you. Uh, we're back. Um, this program I was using to make it so we could record Aries audio decided... Uh, I need to be rich to keep using it, so now we're doing it the jankiest fucking thing I ever fucking thought of, and now... It's really good. I also just realized there actually doesn't need to be two of me in this Discord. <laughs> <laughs> this is so janky. Uh, yeah, so... Where was I? Uh, right, so... I was going to make a foot fetish joke. Okay, make your joke. Um, how can she identify her husband's foot size on look if I lost my thunder, so... Uh, it's on. because his feet have been disfigured in an accident, and he never took a step without his shoes on. Oh, okay. Does that work for you? No, but keep going. Alright, so... When Watkins was growing up, the population was closer to was around a thousand people in Palmer Lake. Uh, at this point, it was around twenty seven hundred. He was a daredevil. He would go down roads with uh, with his bike, using his shoes for brakes. Woo! Like, y- yeah. Safe, absolutely. And according to this, in his twenties, he grew into a powerful mounted biker. I don't know if that's the adjective I would use. How do you quantify? the power of a mountain biker um that's a very good question i would say how hard they could hit you in the head with a bike i agree entirely so yeah so yeah he like went around colorado doing whatever he wanted chasing his dreams having fun and then he landed back in his hometown got married had two kids his first marriage ended in 93 in 2000, he opened up uh, Monument's only bike shop with his second wife. Uh, he apparently undercharged and over-delivered. So, so you know, yeah. We, Go ahead. Both of our, our dudes have uh, two wives. Yeah. That's it. Okay. He spent his spare time building up the scene, building up trails in his area, and just sort of keeping things going. Um, and apparently, like, everyone in the scene knew him. He was... And everyone just loved him. Uh, so, you know, sucks that he died. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay. Um, I buy it. Yeah, I mean, by 2014, he'd been divorced twice. Um... He was losing hope of finding a partner when he and Ginger started dating, so. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, They'd been childhood friends for nearly 40 years. Um, And I guess things just sort of happened with them, and then he disappeared and is almost certainly dead. So that sucks. So he still could be alive. I mean, he's been missing since 2015. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, he could be. 
imagine that, like, could he have been eaten by a bear? Are there bears in Colorado? Probably. If there are, then possibly, yes, he could have been, but I feel like they would have found the remains. And from my understanding, they'd never found the remains. Yeah, that's true. Um... So yeah, uh, I mean, I'm trying to find any new information, but like, it's, I've basically gotten everything out. The depart- police department didn't initiate a search right away because there was no like, extending circumstances. He was on medication. There wasn't a reason to suspect foul play, which is weird because he just vanished. I feel like, and it was unlikely that he committed suicide because, um, he made a promise to his son that he wouldn't, and I and his son doesn't think that he went back on that promise. But it's not impossible. But again, I feel like they would have found the body. Yeah. Like I feel like the most likely way they wouldn't have found the body is if either is if he was murdered and the body was hidden. But I don't really think there was much reason. There was much like possibility for that, or maybe he like did commit suicide had an accident and it was just like in a way that was very hard in a place that was very hard to find because it is sort of like mountainous and stuff so it's possible I guess yeah that makes sense to me but really all they found of him was his true which does also leave me a bit to believe like murdered or like killed by an animal because like running is the only way I could have thought he would have lost his shoe yeah so I mean it might have been, depending on how angry the animal was, but I don't think it's very likely. Yeah. Oh, wait. Oh. Never mind, they oh. did find his body. Oh. I should have read the article before I started talking about it. Fuck. Yeah, no, he'd been, he had apparently been shot in three places, buried beneath logs and branches in a shallow uh, depression about 40 yards west of this trail that he liked. Um, so it was by a twenty-two caliber pistol. Uh, and he is apparently the first mountain biker known to have been murdered during a ride. Because uh, oh. his bike was also shot. Makes sense. Got it. And it's suspected he was killed early in his outing because there was still a banana in his pack that he hadn't stopped to eat yet. But whoever shot him had taken his hydration pack, his jacket, his helmet, his phone, his shoes, and his socks. That's rude. Yes. No one knows why and whether it was intentional or an accident. He had no known enemies. He wasn't confrontational. But there was an attempt to hide the body, so it's like, oh, what the fuck? So somebody was like, fuck this guy in particular. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's like someone who lived out there and was like, dehydrated is all fucked, but that's still not a great excuse to kill someone. Yeah. I just... I'm having a stroke right now. Okay. There's apparently this dude, uh... Daniel Nations, who... threatened a dirt biker in the past, and also has a hatchet and twenty two caliber rifle. Oh, a rifle, not a pistol. I should read better. Um, so... And he has a history of acting aggressively during a road rage, road rage incident. So, 
There's like a possibility he does. Oh, also a registered sex offender. Fun. Oh. Uh, indecent exposure is so probably just like pissed in public. <laughs> okay. Or was actually gross. Who knows? Yeah, uh, I, so did they assume that this dude did the murder? They thought it was possible the ballistic tests were inconclusive, so they couldn't really figure it out. DNA tests inconclusive, but it's not really clear if uh, nations submitted DNA. Um, so he was never actually like convicted for murder. He called the Watkins allegations preposterous. So, yeah. Got it. So, officially it's unsolved, but unofficially this dude could have fucking done it. Officially it's unsolved, unofficially it's like, who? it's possible that it was him, and that's really the only option. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, it's also unlikely that it was, like, just accidental shooting, because there's a whole bunch of signs in this area about, like, hey, don't shoot. And, like, no unsafe shooting and shit. So it's, like, pretty strict in that area. Yeah, I don't know. It's. This is weird because, like, it's it's unsolved. There's a possibility, but it's still unsolved. But it's weird. Anyways, how'd you kill me? How would I kill you? In a way that's related to the wheel? Yes. Um, well. Working under the understanding that I'm very cool. <laughs> shut the fuck up. I would break a wheel in half. It doesn't have to be, you know, like a bike wheel, like one that you just break off from the bike. I would remove it. Maybe not break it because I don't want to break a bike because that those are expensive. Um, I would take some of the wire out and then I would. Is is it called a garroter or a garrot? Or you wrap it around somebody's neck. Uh, I don't know, but I also don't think spokes would really work for that. They're not especially, like, flexible. Then I would just throw them at you until you fucking give up and die. Okay. <laughs> so, like, yeah. two or three spokes then, right? I, I mean, I was gonna say, like, one or two, but okay. Fine, two. We'll meet in the middle. Yeah, we'll meet in the middle. Um... I would take, like, a wooden wheel, Okay. break out the center of it, Yeah. cut it in half, make Got sure it. all the, like, spokes are pointy, and then, like, close mm-hmm. it around you. Like, close it around me? So, so like, all of the spokes stab into your chest. Okay. That's fair. I thought you were going to say, like, trap me in there, and so I would starve to death. Then I could attach you to a wagon like an axle. <laughs> like a person axle. <laughs> that would work out. I'm a fan. You need to change your name to Axel legally so I can have this be funnier. I don't want to do that. I mean, it's Anyways. only like $120. <laughs> no. Follow us on Twitter at homicide pod i haven't checked in like three weeks be sure to check us out on pinecast and spotify and some of those other sexy places where you can listen to a podcast please use itunes i can get analytics from everywhere except itunes because no one uses itunes i'm begging you (laughs) don't use itunes fuck you
I can hear my cat. Thank you for tuning in. Goodbye. Who said you're the boss of this? 